Catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. You're welcome back to Africa Tech Radio. My name is Lillian, but you can call me your brown sugar. It is time for the treaties, travel, tours, and tourism. Of course, to tell you everything you need to know on the travels, tours, and tourism space. And today we have a fantastic topic. You see, Nigeria has seen a surge in visa applications because people are tired, frankly. The dollar and the naira are playing catch, with the dollar way ahead in the race. And Accompanying that surge is rejections, a lot of visa rejections. So, what are the common reasons for visa rejections? I cannot answer that because I'm not an expert in the field, but I have someone who is. He is um, Fidelis, the MD of Phil Travels. Hello. Oh, sorry, Mr. Fidelis. Good evening. Yeah, evening. Thank you for having me. Perfect. So, I want to just dive in, right? How important is having all the right documents for, for, for getting a visa? Because I had somebody who was who had a conversation with just this morning and he said, oh, I forgot some documents at home and I was supposed to have a, an appointment today in Ikoi, right? So how important is it to have all the right documents in your possession? Very, very important. Documentation plays a major role in securing your visa. And, uh, you know, we Nigerians, back in the days, we are used to this, uh, so to speak, Uluole kind of documentation when applicants submit um, fake documents just to secure visa. So, uh, but uh, we are in the 21st century when technology has played a major role. So, if you don't have the right document, I advise you don't spoil your profile because if you're a first-time applicant and you want to apply for visa, and you produce or you provide fake documents, that means they're going to tag you, uh, you know, and in future you might want to reapply, or maybe back then, because a lot of applicants apply when they're single, they start at a very young age. So when you now get married and have children, you want to apply, your information will still be in the system. And that time you have just, uh, you know, painted yourself red. So documentation plays the major, you need to get your document intact. Every document, I advise you don't submit fake documents because they might come back and haunt you when you are maybe going back in the years or maybe when you have settled down, you really want to go. So getting the right document plays a major role. Try to get your documents. Um, if you're a working class person, you get documents from your company. If you're a business owner, you can apply, you can add your business document. And everybody has a bank statement. So you go to your bank, you go to your schools, you go to your every place that you know you can get a genuine document. Because even apart from that, they, they make research. They do call those people. They do ask if this person really exists. So it's, it's, it's one of the major uh, important things that you should do in securing your visa. You just mentioned that one might get tagged if you submit fake documents. But does where you have yeah. traveled before, does that affect your visa chances as well? Yeah, it, it does. Um, it, it's like going somewhere and everybody knows that you're not a good person and you expect other people to, you know, welcome you. If you have traveled somewhere before and you have a maybe criminal record, we have places where you overstay because most of what we are a lot of people say they reject they don't give us visa we hardly get visa but we sometimes we go against the rules tourist visa should be a visiting visa that you go back and come back to your country but uh, 95 percent of us doesn't come back so when you go against the terms and condition of your visa and you apply and you expect uh, them to give you maybe you overstay in a certain country and you come back and expect another country to grant you visa they will want an explanation what happened why did you overstay? If you go for a country and they ban you or they find you to be a criminal 
and you come back to another country and want to apply in a different country, those people want to know what happened. So if you have a clean record, it will also help you. And if you also have a bad record, it might also affect you. Hmm. That is that is interesting. Um, but if I, yeah. I if I visit a country that is say filled with terrorists, yeah, would that affect me? Would people start su- suspecting me of being a terrorist, and would they d- reject my visa application because of that? No, no, it doesn't. Uh, let me give you an example. Uh, if you ask a lot of people that have not visited Nigeria before, they think uh, Boko Haram is in all the terrorist states we have over here. <laughs> Many of them don't think that we have places where you can chill and you are safe, security-wise. Right. But um, that's the that's some people's mindset. So everybody, uh, many countries makes money from their tourists mm-hmm. for their tourism, and uh, nobody wants a country where nobody wants to visit. Um, so um, it, it doesn't affect you. I've gone to places, uh, some country that are so-called Muslim country, and I'm a Christian. I was welcomed. I went to the mocks. You know, I went to where they prayed. I even learned one or two things about the, the, the religion. So it will not affect you. But the only place where it will be an issue, if your country have an issue with uh, with that particular country, you can recall when Nigeria had an issue with uh, Dubai, and uh, they were, you know, they banned us for coming for a certain period of time. I don't know if they updated the ban for now. So it doesn't affect you. The only thing that will affect you if you if you're caught doing something. Maybe you're a tourism yourself. You went to there to do tourism and something like that. Then you might be affected, but it doesn't affect you if you go to somewhere that uh, maybe they call the country a tourist country. Since you're not a tourist, uh, tourist, you are not. It will not affect you. All right. So now to the golden question: What are those things that make some people more likely to get their visa rejected? <laughs> a lot of things. Let's start. Like like I mentioned when we started, fake document affects. Some people are not honest. You know, you will see somebody saying that uh, he's going, he will be back in five days' time. At the end of the day, <laughs> they will not see that person in 12 years' time. You understand? So, fake documents, things like travel history, maybe you've gone somewhere before and they've banned you. There was one guy that gave me a passport. I don't know that he did another passport. So, by the time he submitted to the embassy, they seized the passport. They were requesting for the old one. I found out that he had banned. They were they banned in 10 years in one country not to come up. For the next 10 years so some people have bad record in the past maybe they've gone somewhere and um they have revoked their visa canceled their visa or deported them so these are some of the things that will get your visa uh rejected another thing is financial status when you are going for vacation and you don't have a certain amount of money that will cover your trip the embassy will be worried and uh, some don't even have a steady job so they want to see money flow in your account at least the more kind of money that will cover the vacation that you're going for. And uh, that is very, very important to them because they feel that if you are not financially stable, you shouldn't be making that trip. Health-wise, for places where you have to go to medical, some people have health-threatening diseases or health issues that you shouldn't be traveling. You shouldn't be traveling out of the country. Then I will also put um, maybe travel history, but it's not like a major fact if you have traveled somewhere before and you have a clean record doesn't what i mean like you return back no criminal cases in your passport then you have a bigger chance of getting the visa because that is one of the criteria why they don't give us visa because a lot of people don't come back after their stay so if i travel via tourist visa for instance and i get i, I see yeah. a, a job opportunity i apply i get it 
and I changed my tourist visa from tourist visa to um, study visa. Would that be a red flag on my on my records? Yes, yes. Um, uh-huh. Some countries will tell you you can. You can. <laughs> if if everybody starts to if everybody starts to uh, okay, let me let me put this way to you. If you are uh, if you applied for a particular course in a school, you want to read banking and finance, and you not get there, you not leave your department and go to marketing, and you not say, ah, please, I want to stay in marketing. So the people in marketing, what will we do them? Um, <laughs> the are just, you they, put a, they, a, they, a second for me. <laughs> I know some people. Some country will allow you change your visa status if your installation. I've seen cases where people say, "I made the love of my life, and uh, I, I don't want to go back." You know, something like that. Some embassy, some countries might be lenient. Why some country will not allow you? They will say, "Go back and apply for the right visa, and 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 come." There are a lot of visas. A lot of people just focus on tourist visa. And maybe student visa. There are a lot of visas, the fiance visas, there's working visa and all that. So you can apply, but um, Nigerians are scared that they won't get that visa. So that's why we're always throwing the actually the shortcut or the back door to get what we want. So and they are aware of all these things. So you know when a, a child is lying to you and you're looking at the child and you know like I know you're lying, you're just telling me the truth. And they have cases, past cases where we are fond of you know different strategies of guesting visas so when they see your case they're like we have seen this before and we know we not end up on. so some country will be lenient to change that visa to what you uh, apply for and some other country will say go back and uh, please apply for the right visa so so you mentioned cases, that there are, you, might get away with it. you mentioned that there are other types of visas can you tell me about them yes yes we have uh we have business visa we have tourist visa we have student visa we even have work permits, working visa. We have fiancé visa. Sometimes we even have sport visa when you are going for events that is not maybe you are sport events like football, you know, any kind of sport that you're doing in the country. And if you go on, go to any country you want to apply for visa, you will see different categories of visas. Some countries on a differ, depends on what they can offer, but there are different type of visas that you can apply for. But I understand some Africans don't have those documents. Maybe if you want to apply for work permit and, and you want to stay over there, you want to go there and work, you see some you know requirements that you cannot meet. That is when they get scared, you know, and go and apply for the one they can they can submit that they can they can provide. But in if you can, if you um, have that skill, skill visa, the you have hand skills, you know, that you can apply. Skill visa is the kind of visa that uh, they require skilled. African people that have skills like our plumbers, our tilers, our mechanics, our carpenters, furniture designers, makeup artists, and all that, graphic artists. If you're skilled, you have skilled kind of skilled talent and you want to apply to certain visa, you go to online, you see where they request for such visa for applicants, then you apply for it. Then if you're lucky, they'll pick you. It's just like when those kind of offer comes, it's it's it's, it's for everybody. And you know, a lot of people feel that it's only Nigerians that are applying for visa. Many countries in Africa that are applying for visa, other continents too also applying for visa. So if you can be patient and pray, you might be lucky and you might be picked. You also mentioned financial, um, some financial requirements. I've heard of people say that, oh, I'm building my account. So can you tell us about yeah. those financial requirements for visa applications? Yeah, yeah. Um, let me give you a short. Um, so I say most of the thing I used to hear from applicants when they call me that I want to apply for visa, you will hear I want to apply for visa, and I just have two hundred thousand to pay for the visa fee. My uncle say when the visa is ready, he will pay everything. 
You understand? And when you say bring your bank statement, it's just fifty thousand naira that he has is using to buy a recharge card and play bet Nigeria or something like that. So, what I do tell applicants is that look, if you are applying for visa, and you, you, you first of all you should have a story. You want to go to a particular country or you want to go and visit somebody. If the if the total expenses is five million and your uncle will promise or your dad or whoever wants to promise you, maybe you don't have the kind of money in your account. And they say they will, they will back it up. But some people say, let me see the visa first. You can tell them to pay that money. You need to book your flight. You need to make a hotel reservation. You are holding your BTA with you. And they pay that money in your account. If they pay that money to your account, and when you are going to the embassy, you submit the bank statement that can cover that. Then when the visa is out, you form that money and your expenses. But some people tell you it's only when the visa is out. You cannot submit an empty bank statement that doesn't have up to one million. And your budget for your tourism is five million. It doesn't add up. That one is one. It's for the student visa. A lot of people, I know 50 or above 50 percent of Nigerian parents don't have that kind of money to sponsor their their children to go to study abroad. But if, if you if you have an uncle that that have a company or you have an uncle that have that kind of amount, they can use that company bank money for flight, money for your expenses, and money. For for your visa and all those other things. If you have those money, if you have made up your plan, let that money be in your account where you want to submit your bank statement. The same way goes to other particular visa. Don't submit an empty bank statement. Uh, it will not help. And if the money even does not tally with what you are spending, it will not help. It will definitely deny you the visa. So you're saying that if, if the money just appears in my account, even if it's the exact amount I need, that it's going to be a red flag? I said it, it will look strange if your account just registered a huge sum of amount and that money has not been in your has not been in your that kind of account for the past years or since you opened that account so it's a red flag and sometimes this embassy do call the bank you know they will ask what happened they know somebody paid that money into your account they know what we do to get the visa so my advice is before you know you want to apply for visa let that account be active something that has this money flow back and front you understand mm-hmm. if you know you will apply for visa for next year you can use your main account that you used to do maybe your business that used to buy things have a bank account that has a steady flow that one is one it doesn't have uh, it doesn't matter if the money is big but just let it have activities in the account that one is one secondly if you are ready to travel you must have a budget so when you get that kind of a budget know that you should have an, uh, an amount that will exceed that budget so that People don't go, the embassy don't go, even this money cannot reach you to even book flights. And you're talking about traveling to go to where our Naira is not doing good now, as we know. So if you want to go to places where the currency exchange is very high, you are going to save more than your budget, at least to be on the safer side. If they not see this kind of money in your account, they will feel you are not coming back. It's only when you are relocating. That's when you carry your last card and travel. You understand? Okay. All right. Then what, what about speaking a different language? And being from a different culture, does that affect your visa chances? No, 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 no. It doesn't affect. Tourism is more about you know experiencing different culture from different people. If you don't get to see how the other people are, the way they live, the way they do their thing, I think it's not be interesting. Uh, I've gone places where I don't speak their language. I was in France. I, I've been to Spain. So those are places that they don't even speak English. They, they are they're more frequent with their French and their Spanish. So. It's an experience to go somewhere else and see people not doing things that you think is normal. So it's not; it will not affect. The only thing that will affect is even you that's going there. If you are okay, you know, going somewhere that maybe if communication might be a, in a, an issue, that is your own. But 
language and culture wise it doesn't affect a lot of people like going like you see people coming to nigeria even though they know that uh, we have different cultures some people even give them security threats but they still come so it's not an issue okay so what is your general advice for applicants um we have a, we have a lot of i have a lot of advice for applicants um but the main thing is documentation but let me, let me start with the first thing i'll advise anybody that has travel plan in his mind or mind i'll advise you do small research on where you're going you know do a little it doesn't cost you it doesn't take you anything to just go on google and just have an idea of the, how that country is you understand see if what you have is what they are looking for you understand you don't go places right you don't go and waste your talent if you're some you're good in a particular thing feel that i'll go somewhere where they'll be looking for me then you start making plans it's not just where you wake up nigerians some guys as i say you when they have money they can ball they can go to club they can spend money when they want to travel they'll just come one morning and say i need visa i want to travel if you feel you travel in two years time you can start making the plans now understand they, they generate your account make sure that you have a bank statement write documentation you understand go to places that make that fits your reason for traveling if you want to go for vacation pick countries where you see you know tourist sites where you tell them that look i went to dubai to see the tallest building i went to tanzania to see the marketing Kilimanjaro. so make plans write documentation have money in your account i'm not talking about big money you can have something stable that can cover your expenses then i think that's it just make the right choice of where you want to go all right thank you very much for agreeing to do this with us today thank you okay you've been listening to africa tech radio my name is lillian your brown sugar thanks for listening and don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com